When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dynasty Run. I'm your host, Michael Byer, the best in the business. Once again, back in business, joined as always by my faithful co-host, Nate, Professor Christian. Nate, hello again. Hello, Mike. Hello, Mike. If I'm the professor, you're the CEO. We got a nice little uh, little group here. Yeah, that's make moves. They, we make money moves, as they say. Money you know moves. what? You can make one too. Free seven-day Patreon t- trial, patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. Want to see what we're doing? We do freebie Fridays. We release some piece of content um, for you guys. So the one that you would have just seen was uh, me doing a roster review. If you want your roster review, payup.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. And next week, mm-hmm. this week, yeah, this week, yes, we are going to release uh, our flagship Patreon podcast for you guys. It's going to be Rewind After Dark. Uh, that's the show that Nate and I do every week as a patreon podcast so get to check that out and you know there's a whole bunch of different ways you can listen to stuff right through the patreon feed We've got an rss feed that we would give you once you become a paid subscriber um yeah lots of good stuff for you guys to do and you know what if also forgot to mention haven't mentioned in a while if you just want bonus pods and you don't want anything else you can become a subscriber on spotify lower the pricing for you guys um yeah so you could just get all our bonus pods there if you want so join us yeah try to try to give people options because some people just want one thing and not the other um you know i'm not the biggest group chat guy so for me i'd probably go for the spotify subscription just give me those bonus pods that's what i want mm-hmm. so that's what i want and you know what I want. yeah it's, it's all good stuff. stuff but that's 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 some good stuff right there that's something that you should be doing right now in 2024 and we're going to fill you in on everything else you should be doing in 2024 dynasty fantasy football this is where this is the part of the season where your teams are built. All right. Yeah. This is where it's happening. They say that muscles are built in the kitchen and in the bedroom. And no, not like that by getting enough sleep at night. Well, guess what? Championship rosters are built in February and March. So you have to have some strategy that you need to implement. You look February and May, maybe March and May or February and March. I just know so, with what did I say? I, I should not, not I should not question you 
you know what you're talking about. Sometimes I make it sound like I do, but these are some of the strategies that we like to implement throughout the off season. And, you know, also implementing these strategies. If you're somebody that complains about leagues, not being active, these are some things that you can do to kind of jumpstart your league and nudge people like, Hey, Hey, Hey. Also Curtis Patrick, if you're listening, I saw your trade offer. I just keep forgetting to respond to that. So, (laughs) and uh, Jordan, if you're listening to this too, I countered your trade offer. So now you have to, come back so we can make a deal so i'm sorry if there's anyone out there who sent me a trade recently and i haven't got back to you i will eventually <laughs> keyword is eventually nate let's kick it off what is the first focus that you do during the off season all right number one thing and this is applicable throughout the entire season really off season preseason postseason regular season any season it, but it's always staying ahead of the nfl calendar and right now, the next thing up on the NFL calendar is free agency. And look, the videos are starting to roll in like this week. Of people are looking at, hey, here are the upcoming free agents. You know, what free agents are out there? You know, what's that? What's that going to do to your fantasy team? You got to be looking at this last week. And right now, you got to be making your moves before everyone starts making the moves when free agency actually hits. We got to look ahead. How is free agency going to affect not just your team, but also just the players in the NFL and Look, it's the obvious ones like, okay, Michael Pittman Jr., T. Higgins. Those guys are free agents this offseason. Yeah, we, we all know that. We're all like, okay, well, T. Higgins is going to be a free agent. You make an offer for T. Higgins right now. That guy knows T. Higgins is about to be a free agent or tagged or whatever happens, but he's a, a pending free agent at least. We all, we all know that. So staying ahead of the NFL calendar and doing it smartly in this instance of free agency is maybe not looking at the obvious ones. What about maybe the maybe the sleeper free agents? Maybe like a guy like Gabe Davis. Mike, who I think the NFL likes a lot more than the fantasy community. And I know that to be true. I actually wrote this down yesterday on the show sheet. Then I woke up this morning and Insta- on, on Twitter, there was a shared reel from Instagram where Gabe Davis said goodbye to the Bills fans and he posted his stats at the very end. And there were some pretty impressive stats. So... I, I knew this was happening where everyone just started hating on his stats and said, oh, well, he drops the ball or, oh, well, he couldn't get open. Those are some fair assessments of Gabe Davis, but it's also been extremely productive. And in a different system, might be a lot more productive than he was with the Bills, a la Christian Kirk going from the Arizona Cardinals, who used him as a downfield threat all the time, to yeah. the Jacksonville Jaguars, where they made him a key piece of their offense. And we saw the difference that they made for his fantasy production. I think Gabe Davis is a player to keep an eye on as we go into free agency as a sneaky buy low. Um, But let's go even farther than that, Mike. Not just the sneaky free agents, but what about the players that are affected by free agency? A player like Chris Godwin. Mike Evans might be leaving in free agency. Now, do I expect the Buccaneers to replace Mike Evans, whether it's through free agency or by drafting a rookie? Um, Daniel Jeremiah released his mock draft today as of recording that he had Adonai Mitchell going to the Buccaneers at the end of the first as the Mike like Evans that. replacement. I don't hate that. I don't think he can fill the shoes of Mike Evans because they're pretty hard shoes to fill. But play style-wise, not a bad guy to take over the X role. But still, if that happens, we're not talking about Adelaide Mitchell as the wide receiver one for the Buccaneers. We're talking about Chris Godwin. Yeah. So, you know, Chris Godwin's not a pending free agent, but the player that he has the most competition with is. So taking that into account, you know, you got to look at, Free agency, how it affects not just the obvious players, but the other players around that. The more you can dig into that and be ahead of the calendar, the better you will be, uh, your team will be, you're going to be ahead of your league mates. You can have that buy low before the value bump really happens. 
And look, there's a little bit of risk involved because, hey, say you buy a guy like Gabe Davis and you were hoping he has a, you know, a great landing spot in free agency and then produces. He might not. You know, that's that's what happens when we're trying to make these moves ahead of time, trying to be proactive and take the initiative. Sometimes make a mistake. Sometimes it doesn't work out the way you wanted it to. That's okay, though, because I think if you dig in like this, you're going to get some really good values. Yeah, I agree. I love that. Uh, you always got to be ahead of the curve a little bit in fantasy, especially dynasty. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's going to sound weird, but hear me <laughs> out. I'm setting starting lineups. Now, obviously, I cannot do that in my app because there's no games to play right now. Um, well, you could still toy around with your roster a little sure. bit, but I like to set a starting lineup and I've been doing this when I do roster reviews uh, for people, because I feel like when you set a starting lineup, it can actually show you where your strength and where your weaknesses are because the lineup is how you get your points. So that mm-hmm. helps you like, okay, good. So a oh, man, I only really have one running back that I feel comfortable starting right now or Man, I could start six wide receivers on a weekly basis. Okay, well, it shows you where you need to shift things around, like strong here. Can I use my strengths to rebuild my weaknesses? Something that you need to start doing because I've started to do it. It's been helping me a lot. And, you know, if you don't, you could end up too lopsided at certain positions. You know, the depth is really important. So just, you know, grab a piece of paper or open a Word document or a Google sheet or an Excel spreadsheet whatever you want, throw your team in there, set a starting lineup, tinker around with it a little bit. And then, um, yeah, see what you could do from there. Look at your strengths and weaknesses and move on. Yeah. I think Mike, this is a really, really good point. Um, cause it helps you visualize your team helps you visualize, yes. you know, a lot of times when I like to go look at my team on sleeper, for example, I actually don't like to go to the team tab to look at my team. I like to go to the trade tab and then pull up a trade so that it groups I my players positionally as well. Thing, much it. easier to look at my team look at my strengths you know yeah. if, if i'm trying to look at the strengths of my team it's easier to do it from there because it puts all my wide receivers together um not always in the order of how good they are unfortunately i wish i could control that um but you know i think it's really good to visualize your team and, and see where your strengths are see where your weaknesses are and then when you're setting your lineup in this hypothetical world it's worth taking a player or two out making them unavailable because that's going to happen at some point you're going to have a player or two unavailable and then seeing what does your depth look like in your starting lineup at that point. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. What uh, what other focus are you working on this offseason? Yep. Another one right now, and it's getting a little bit harder with every day that passes by, is consolidating talent ahead of the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always about consolidation ahead of the draft because once we draft players, and I oftentimes have a lot of draft capital, you got to make cuts. And I hate cutting players because I would like to just end the draft with how many players my roster has that we don't have to lose any value. If I've already consolidated all my players, then I've already gotten the value out of my players. I don't have to cut them. I have to, you know, cut loose for nothing. So can I consolidate, you know, take some of your favorite sleepers or post-type sleepers. Maybe not your favorite sleepers, but the market favorite sleepers. Maybe guys like Michael Wilson, Josh Downs. Not saying that these guys are bad or anything. Um, Post-type sleepers like Marvin Mims, Elijah Moore maybe. And can you combine maybe some of those players and maybe get players we feel a bit better about? Maybe like a Jaden Reed, a Rashi Rice. Maybe combine some of these players together and, you know, two mid-tier wide receivers and get a JSN or a Drake London. You know, how can we consolidate our team? And this is important to do after looking at your lineup like you just did, Mike. You know, if you have a bunch of – if say you can only start four wide receivers a week, but you have eight wide receivers that are startable, might make sense to take two of your less startable of those eight and combine them to have one better wide receiver. 
you know, so you can have a stronger lineup. So that's something I like to do. I think it's a little bit easier to do with wide receivers and tight ends because there's just more positional volume there. A little bit harder to consolidate running backs because there's not a lot of running backs to work with and the scarcity just doesn't really make it yeah. easy to consolidate. Um, it, it can be done, of course, but a little bit easier with wide receiver, tight end. Um, and, and in this idea, also just churning over the bottom of your roster. Um, so guys like Gus Edwards, Alec Pierce, can I get Tyler Lockett out of that? Or Chase Brown, a third early third-round pick, something like that. Can I just do these little two-for-ones before I get to the draft and just kind of align my draft capital to be either – uh, what my roster size is going to be or pretty close to it because, hey, maybe I'll you know move a couple picks around in the in the draft to move around the board. Um, you know, this is something that just helps you prepare for the draft, prepare for after the draft as well. And, you know, if you don't have depth already, maybe don't do this. Yeah. And so essentially you're trying to turn roster cloggers into competitive depth and guys with potential high upside. Yeah, and it gets harder after the draft, Mike, because a lot of these guys that are lower on our rosters – their situation is going to be heavily impacted by the draft. Yeah. And a lot of their values at the bottom will kind of drop out or change drastically. So for sure. Um, so one other thing I'm focusing on is I'm looking to see if quote unquote unwanted players can help my team. And by unwanted, you know, the consensus sell now players. Um, so, you know, there's guys every year, like I'll take, for example, this year, Michael Pittman, uh, Mike Evans, Isaiah Pacheco, Terry McLaurin. These guys should all sound pretty familiar, except for Pittman. We've talked about him in this whole last pod cycle here, yeah. <laughs> you know, for a variety of reasons, age, free agency, whatever it is. So I want to evaluate my team, and it's always important to honestly evaluate your team. Not every team is a contending team. That's okay, because once you realize that, you know where you have to go. Can any of these players be, one, acquired at a discount? Two, can they help me win now? And three, can I see their value will rise and I can move them later for a profit? Prime example last year would have been Adam Thielen. When he did tell you before the season, buy Adam Thielen for a fourth round pick, probably flip him for later if he does anything. And guess what happened, Nate? He was a top 10 wide receiver for a spell in the season. So throwing that out there. Um, Look, what's good about this? More points equals more wins, or at least a better chance of doing it. And if you don't, you could be missing out on depth or a potential piece to help you win a championship. Yeah. Yeah, is there anyone that you kind of see this year as kind of this this next season's Adam Thielen? I got I one for you. I don't really have anybody of that ilk as of yet, but who do you have? I think Tyler Lockett. Um, I, yeah, I, I think I they're going to cut or trade him, and I think Tyler Lockett could absolutely operate um, in a similar role what we saw Adam Thielen being the wide receiver one for a team with not a lot of wide receivers. I can see Lockett – being that kind of one-year fix for a wide receiver one for a team. And if it's a different situation where he's a wide receiver two, I think Tyler Lockett still has a, plenty of fuel left in the tank um, to go back to the mechanic metaphors that I actually do know how to use. So Tyler Lockett, next wow. year's out I'm feeling. We're excited to announce that we have partnered with Mint Mobile. Have you ever thought, why in the world is my wireless bill so darn high? What are you paying all that money for? Speed, coverage, data, access to 5G? limited talk and text mobile hotspots great news mint mobile offers all of these features for as low as 15 dollars a month they're built on the nation's largest 5g network and they keep costs low because they sell direct to you online cutting out the retail stores and salespeople. why should you pay more than you have to for access to the same network go to https trymintmobile.com forward slash dynasty rewind also linked in the description to get premium wireless for 15 dollars a month 
guys, $15. How hard is it to switch your service? Big Wireless wants you to think that it's hard, but switching to Mint is super easy thanks to digital eSIM cards, which most phones now have. You can sign up and activate immediately right on your phone from the comfort of your home. If your phone doesn't have an eSIM, Mint will ship you a new SIM card for free. Big Wireless also wants you to think that they're the only option, but don't be duped. And now through January 1st, you'll receive an additional three months free. Buy three, get three. If you purchase a three-month plan using our link, HTTPS, trymintmobile.com forward slash dinosaur Again, link in the description. The offer is available on all plans, including unlimited. All right. So, Nate, what is your next focus here? All right. Next focus here is acquiring mid-round draft capital, um, but specifically late seconds, early thirds. Um, I think there's really good value there, and we've seen it over the past couple of years. Um, draft capital is one of the most important assets in the offseason um, because it is value insulated. The value goes up as we get closer to the draft, and there's nothing really attached to it where you have to pick a player. You can always trade draft capital. You can pick a player. You can wait till draft day to move it, or you can move it plenty before. Uh, draft capital is very versatile. So um, always adding it is good. Mid-round draft capital can help you move around the board. But also, like I said, I think there's a lot of value at this part. Uh, DLF actually put out an article recently about late second round picks. And I kind of took what I read in the article and dove a little bit deeper into some of the players that we've seen over the past couple of years. They hit on a couple of players as well, but I found some additional players over the past four years in the late second, early third area of rookie drafts. And this is from DLF ADP in May. So if you did your rookie draft in July or August, this is might not be relevant to you. I'm saying that for the people who are always upset with me about picking up Puka Nakua off waivers or drafting them in the fifth round, even though I did that. I'm sorry, you couldn't do it in your league where you drafted in August. But in May, these were the ADPs. In 2023, Jaden Reed, Josh Downs, Tajay Spears, Sam Laporta, and Tank Dell. All of those guys, late seconds, early thirds, Mike. <laughs> those are some top guys right now. Um, 2022, Damian Pierce, Trey McBride, Zamir White, Brian Robinson, Tyler Algier, Khalil Shakir. Not quite as an impressive list, but all valuable players to your roster that you'd be starting throughout the season. 2021. Would you want to say something, Mike? Yeah. Let's not forget Sam Laporta was like a second round draft pick too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, in May, in May, he was a late second round pick, almost third round pick. Exactly. He, he, he over this summer went up and by August, he was like an early second, mid second, but to start off, he was not, he gained a lot of steam throughout the, uh, the post draft process. I'd say. Rightfully so. Absolutely. Um, 2021. This is a really good year for these second, third round picks. Amon Ross St. Brown, Nico mm-hmm. Collins, Pat Frymuth, Ramondre Stevenson. And you even got guys like Chuba Hubbard and Kenneth Gainwell in there. That, you know, those are, you know, if, if I get guys like that with my early third, I'm happy. Yeah. Like you, you can't expect your early third to be Amon Ross St. Brown every single time or Puka Nakua. If you get Chuba Hubbard, you get Zamir White or Brian Robinson, I think you can be relatively happy with that pick. It's a it's an early third. You probably didn't pay a lot to get it, to be quite honest. Um, and then 2020, Jalen Hurts, Jordan Love, two quarterbacks that fell a lot in those drafts early on. Um, and then guys like AJ Dillon, Antonio Gibson, uh, Chase Claypool, who you know he was productive his first two years. Hopefully, he moved he off was. before that. What a shame about him. Yeah. So look, these these mid round picks, whether it's late seconds, early thirds, or even getting into the third round late thirds, early fourths. I still think there's value there. Helps you move around the draft board if you don't want to actually pick there, but still just have options. Especially fourth round picks, 
late thirds. They're not expensive. And when you throw that in to move up two or three spots to get your guy, that is more valuable than anything you're selling to get that, that late third, early fourth. So more chances, more success. That's what it comes down to. I love it. Um, another thing that I'm focusing on, I've been kind of beating the drum on this one a lot. And it's this last year, really important. Remind myself that depth is important. I was going to name all the quarterbacks that started a game this year, Nate, but there were six, six of them. So we only have a limited time that we want to be doing this podcast. Like I said, 66 quarterbacks starting an NFL game in 2023. Injuries are everywhere. Neither the NFL or your fantasy team can avoid it. I mean, yeah, there's always the anomaly team that just seems to never have injuries every year, or at least, you know, one year you get a guy in a league who's good all year, but that's rare, man. It's rare. It's important to have depth. Depth correlates to how you anticipate your team trajectory to be. So whether you're trading for higher end depth or lower end depth, you know, obviously that's based on what you think your team's going to do. Um, if you want to contend, you're going to need solid depth. If a starter goes down, you don't want taxi level guys on your bench. Yeah. You, you don't want that. That's not going to help. Uh, if as far as a positive impact go, you could have as seamless of a transition from starter to backup as possible. You know that, and it sucks. Like week sixteen, trying to look on the waiver wire for a starting wide receiver, it's rough, man. But if you could pluck somebody off of your bench or the taxi squad and bring them up, fantastic. Before you come at me, some taxi squads in some leagues allow you to bring somebody up, then you can't put them back. Not every taxi squad locks. For reference, there's also plenty of options where hey, it's worth taking the guy off at the end of the season. <laughs> True, true. And, you know, and if you don't, it could knock you out of contention really quick. Yep. For sure. Um, Nate, what is your, I think you got one more. We each got one more. What is your last focus? I do. Do your research. Do your research. And this is so important at this time of the year because a lot of league managers, a lot of team owners, they, they stop paying attention at the Super Bowl. And from February, March, and April, Football is not really on their mind. Um, they check back in NFL draft time. So, hey, hey, look, that guy got drafted in the first round. That guy went second round to the Cowboys. That's a great fit. That's when they come back in. So if you're doing your research in that, that time in between, you are that much more ahead of the game when they start getting back into the game. You know that much more about the background of these players before they have the landing spots, before they have the situations. And you know – how their value has gone up and down throughout the offseason. And that that helps you make more informed decisions. And at the end of the day, knowledge is power, Mike. And doing your research, listening to the Dynasty Rewind, reading articles, going out there, listening to the different podcasts, looking at you know mock drafts, mock drafting yourself, doing all of these things is what makes you a better for fantasy football player and doing them at this time just helps you better prepare for next season, helps you better prepare for your rookie draft. It is this time where it's, it's, it's going to pay off, especially for your rookie draft. And if, if you, if you stick around and you watch these mock drafts and you look at the player rankings, you're going to be that much better off and you want to win your rookie draft. That's with the, there might be times that you think, Hey, winning my rookie draft might be more important to me than winning this league sometimes. So you better get ready for it. So do your research, stay up to date, and make sure you know what you're talking about. Best way to do the research, patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind, by the way. Um, my last focus, don't hang on to players past their expiration date or too long. 
I've been super guilty of this in the past. Nate, you know it as well as I do. I am the guiltiest person of that, you know, because Nate and I are in a lot of leagues together, and I'm sure there's a day he's getting a lot of sleeper notifications. Um, MJ Bauer 85 dropped LaMichael <laughs> P. Ryan. <laughs> Remember yep. the the drop LaMichael P. Ryan day? Chev yeah. had a fun day uh, with that. But that's been my downfall, you know, and I'll give you some examples. I'm not just going to say him. LaMichael P. Ryan, Bryson Hopkins, Kenny Yaboa. Dwayne McBride, you know, these are guys that I refuse to give up on even after poor draft capital, bad landing spots, or next to no playing time. And, you know, I'll use Dwayne McBride as an example, and I've been saying this. If I feel like I can find another version of that player easily in next year's draft class, fourth, fifth round, UDFA, you're gone. Yeah. You're gone. It's that easy. I don't need you clogging my roster. I need points. I need guys that I feel like I can actually contribute one day. And I, the realization one day a couple years ago is I had a player on my roster who was a wide receiver. I had him there all year. <clears throat> time and time again, instead of starting him when I needed to, bye week fill-in, injury fill-in, I was looking on the waiver wire. And I said to myself, what do I have this guy on my roster for? I'm not. He has the opportunity to get started. I'm not starting him. If he's not on the taxi squad, waiting until he becomes relevant because I could put him there and he's not getting started. He needs to be gone. So the positive here, clear space for actual depth and negative roster equals clogged. And that is not what you (laughs) want. You want, you know what you want here. I'm going to coin a new phrase right now. You want productive depth. That's what you want. Put it on a t-shirt. Productive depth. (laughs) I like it, Mike. There you go. That's what you need. That was fun. Some strategy, tips, tricks, however you want to look at it for you guys. Um, so hopefully that helps you out. That's some stuff that Nate and I are doing. So until next time, thank you for listening, everybody. If you want to level up above your competition, we invite you to become a member of our Patreon. For as little as $1 a month, you get access to our Discord chat, where advice is at your fingertips 24-7. When you level up to our 5 or $10 tiers, you get bonus podcasts, rankings, and specific tier-based chats. We are offering a free 7-day trial for a limited time, so head to patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind and tier up now. All right, everyone, that is going to do it for us this week. But if you're headed to a game, make sure you check out SeatGeek.com. It's your one-stop shop for all things live events. It offers the best price available. Use the promo code DynastyRewind. You'll get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Don't forget, if you want to play some best ball, head on over to Underdog. It's the easiest buy-in in fantasy football. And it's not having to worry about setting your lineups, man. That's what it's all about. So, again, underdog.com. Use the promo code REWIND. A 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. Visit our store over at payhip.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. That's where you find our roster reviews. That's where you find all of our manuals and everything like that. Head on over there now. Grab some merch at spreadshop.com. Link is down below. And we want to see you in our community. And that is patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. But... Until next time, everybody, for my faithful co-hosts, Chev Nooney and Nate Christian, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind, please rewind. Thank you for listening.